0: We've all heard of Microsoft, but do you know what they are doing in the world of hospitality and travel? It turns out a lot, and a lot of things on the cutting edge of innovation that you should be aware of. Stick around to hear more from Microsoft's Global Director of Travel and Hospitality, Shane O'Flaherty. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry, and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. Shane O'Flaherty is the Global Director of Travel, Transportation, and Hospitality at Microsoft. And he brings deep hospitality expertise to this role from experiences that included leading Forbes Travel Guide as president and CEO, where he advised brands such as Four Seasons and Ritz-Carlton on customer experience design and measurement. In this episode, you'll hear the challenges he's seeing in the market today, opportunities for AI as an empowerment layer, how to future-proof your tech stack. But before we get into that, here's Shane explaining where Microsoft is focusing these days for a little bit of context.
1: I think we kind of look at it in three spectrums. One's around uh, customer experience, next one's around employee experience, and the third area is around intelligent operations. So those are kind of the three pillars. And then how do you use, you know, we've all heard a lot around gender of AI, as an example, or the the cognitive services family of AI? And then how do you use that in the market today to drive uh, more operational efficiency, stronger productivity, a more hyper-personalized experience for the consumer? So, and we're seeing lots and lots of new use cases around that area in the marketplace. Uh, So, you know, those are kind of the buckets, but then how does AI layer on top of that? And how do we democratize AI to help the industry, uh, empower the industry to do more? So when we look at kind of the customer experience, historically I mean, I, I, I've been in the hospitality travel space for decades, but you know s- still some of the challenges is around data, data silos of your customer information. how do you kind of lift that data? How do you intelligently stitch it together with AI to really have a more holistic view of your consumer and then how do you drive kind of this in journey orchestration of the consumer? So I think the hotels are trying to get to that path because if you think of you know when you arrive at a hotel you have your mobile key, And then it's kind of a self-service environment for individuals. Uh, They have to go downstairs to ask questions or pick up the phone. So how do you move down the path of driving a better digital journey for the consumer and reaching kind of all those different types of uh, multi-generation audience, especially Gen Z? And I think the industry as a whole is trying to move down a path to address that, which is super exciting. And then how do you layer AI onto it? How do you layer... You know, long term, decentralized, decentralized ID becomes a big product down the road where as a consumer, I own my own identity and I'm willing to give you information if you're going to make my journey a better journey. And then also, you also what type of tactics do you use to engage the consumer, which is all around, you know, we believe it's around microtransactions of content to make that journey a better journey based on why I'm going. And then, you know, help me navigate my journey to the best of your ability. So that's kind of where directionally we see it in kind of these horizon one, two, and three. And probably the industry is probably in horizon one plus, you know, and I I get the other issue in travel. I mean, as a consumer, it's a it's a friction full journey, meaning you got to download the airline app. You got to download your transportation app. You got to download your hotel app. I got all these apps I'm using for one journey and I may be only going for maybe one day or two days. So anyway, so how does that all play in and how do we move the industry to, you know, move from kind of these private parks to more of a public park of sharing information across the data ecosystem to drive a better frictionless journey for the consumer. So those are all areas around the customer experience that we're seeing other industries navigate pretty good and and you know, how does the hospitality navigate that down the road?
0: Why does removing friction from the traveler experience matter? Can they just deal with it? Well, I mean,
1: it works today, you know, Uh, everything works. uh, But can it be better? Sure. Can I raise my customers scores, uh, higher, better customer experience? Sure. So how do I continually drive? But how do I drive more with the digital world? Because we do a good job from person to person. And then of course, as you move to to the other side of the coin with the employee experience, the challenges on the labor market, how do I do more with less? How do I empower my employees with technology? that communication collaboration tools to drive more operational efficiency? How do I take away all the paper, you know, and how do I move to just automating processes that should be automated? And then all of a sudden, then after you automate it, then how do you embed AI on top of that and allow your employee to have information at their fingertips to drive more communication collaboration? We've seen during COVID or post COVID, we've seen uh, as an example in the travel sector, we've seen the airline sector really invest in employee-based tools, Really to drive more operational efficiency across the board. So every flight, they spin up a group for that specific flight and everyone is on one platform, communication, collaborating. We're using adaptive cars. They're using AI, but everything they can do to drive more operational efficiency. You know, and if the airline sector does it, then, you know, theoretically it will come to the hotel sector. But if you, you don't have enough staff as you've had before, how do you use automation to drive more efficiency across the board? So we're starting to see hotel companies look at that and create kind of these super apps or what we call a super app for employee communication collaboration. And Microsoft has their Teams application that does that for the frontline worker. Instead of using texting and group chat and you know and WhatsApp and various things like that, how do you really create some enterprise grade tools to give to your employees? I mean it works what it does today, but then there's challenges around data security, privacy, Uh, When you're kind of in this open forum there. So at the Microsoft booth, as an example, we'll have our frontline product worker team from the teams group showing exactly what Microsoft does around driving more productivity for the frontline worker, which represents travel represents 10% of the global workforce, you know, and how do we give them the tools that they need to drive more operational efficiency? Maybe if you think during the pandemic, they moved to different industries. You know, they moved to, you know, working in Amazon and the warehouses, you know, deliveries. I mean, they, Amazon hired a ton of people, all very tech enabled. And then they come back to the hotel industry and it's eh, a little challenging. My daughter worked in the hotel industry. Yeah. And she just, last summer and she's like, wow, this is super. And she's 22. She's like, this is super old school.
0: Well, I'm curious from your perspective, looking across the industry, do you feel that if you had to choose between making, if you can only make one investment on guest-facing technology or employee-facing technology, I'm curious where you see the bigger gap.
1: Yeah, it's empowering your team members. Microsoft did some research right after the pandemic around in different verticals and you know the employees of the properties, the employees feel like hotels have invested more in consumer-based technology historically than they have in employee-facing technology. And so now we're seeing the shift in different sectors in the travel sector. And we see it coming ultimately to the hotel sector because they're, they're your front line. And if, if you can get your data, data state correct, and that information goes up to your employee, you know, kind of real time data. And then that goes up to the consumer, you know, and then your employees ahead of the curve as opposed to the consumer. Um, you're going to drive a long term. You're going to drive a better customer experience for them.
0: I love that. And I, I always love inspiring people with what is possible. And I wonder if there's any other best practices you've seen. You talked about the airline industry really empowering their teams, maybe within the world of hospitality hotels. Have you seen an example of a great implementation of technology that's really elevated the employee experience?
1: You know, chains like CitizenM is an example, they do an amazing job of, uh, you know, this tech enabled, um, you know, more do more with less You know, limited staffing to a certain extent, but, you know, they have real time visibility to see exactly what's happening within the context of the hotel all the way down to the room level. And, you know, you're embedding predictive maintenance inside the room. So, you know, a digital asset goes down. It's, you know, they have the ability to send a work order out. You know, you don't send maintenance up because you already know it's going out. So the idea that, and then you, or you could shut down the room so the guest doesn't have to go into the room and say, you know, or check in, you know, because they already know certain digital assets in the room are are not working. So I, I think anyone when you look at someone like Citizen M, they're always really at the tip of the spear in relationship to blending high tech with high touch.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And, and you mentioned before, AI can be a layer that empowers many of these processes. Uh, you and I spoke about six months ago around AI. I'm going to link in the show notes to that article because you shared a lot there. A lot of people got value from. I'm curious now, you know, six months later, what are you seeing as opportunity for using AI as an empowerment layer in hospitality technology?
1: I think the biggest use cases we're seeing kind of across the board and, and begin in, in, in hospitality is probably number one around the call center. How do I drive more operational efficiency in the call center and you know enhance customer experience? So you know in the past, as example, if you get an email in as someone's asking for a refund, um, and then you're you get it into the call center, then you have to route it to a certain place. So an individual has to route it. Um, now we're just using ChatGPT can read the read the email and say, hey, this goes to John, this goes to Bill, this goes to Susan, based on their core expertise and what they work on. The idea is you're you're automating things that can be automated. And then when people need help meet a human voice, you can they're not waiting five, 10, 15, 20 minutes because that the person who is doing all these mundane tasks, uh, those are going away. And so the call center, we're seeing some tremendous use cases around that. And that could be an email or someone just saying, Hey, here's my problem. And it's just I arrived at the hotel at this time. I tried to check in, I couldn't check in and whatever they, so they can just say what they need. Uh, and then the chat GPT will just read it and direct you to the right person and give that information in advance and summarize, essentially summarize the discussion, maybe someone talk for two or three minutes. You know, on the phone, and you you could just say, "Hey, can you summarize this?" and we'll summarize the text of that into you know a small paragraph that I can read and articulate instead of listening to the consumer. So everything that you're doing is driving a better experience for the consumer, it's driving more operational efficiency on the call center side. Lots of different use cases, as everyone knows, around marketing, sales, marketing, content creation, all that type of stuff. Uh, we're seeing some great use cases around that as well, driving a tremendous amount of uh, you know efficiency and things that would take a human 10 years to do or five years to do. It it can be done in a day, which is fascinating. Yeah.
0: It's an exciting time to be in, in technology, exciting time to be in hospitality. Uh, but I like what you said. The North Star here is what is going to be a good experience for our guests, our, our customer, right? And that, that's sort of a guiding light. I'm curious how you think about future-proofing your operation with technology, because you talked about some pretty advanced futuristic things where there's microtransactions or a portable identity, things like that. Um, in a world where, you know, here we're in 2023, you know, sometimes you have to plan years and years in advance. What advice would you have on preparing for a future that has some of these brand new opportunities that we're not even starting to leverage in hospitality?
1: I, I think of individuals and companies today, and we, we say it a lot, is find some, for lack of a better word, low-hanging use cases where you know there are bottlenecks in my company. It could be back of the house, it could be around check-in, it could be around you know, running VIP lists, what, whatever it is. Whatever issue just takes lots of steps. Use this technology, fail, fail fast, and then move on and try again and try again. But this idea of how do you innovate while I run my business? How do you do both in in these type of two swim lanes? And the technology curve, as as you know, is just going like this. And it will be embedded in all of the Microsoft products and services. So anything, if you have M365, email, PowerPoint, Excel, all of these, what we call it, Microsoft our co-pilot, you know, essentially we'll have a copilot for everything you do, We'll draft an email for you, we'll draft an email for, you know, we'll reach into your CRM and grab the data off your CRM, uh, and we'll pull that into the email. So it, it, it's basically kind of you having this kind of assistant, uh, smart assistant. They do very well on the LSATs. So it's a like super smart assistant next to you that's doing the work for you. So how do you embrace that? And I think also once you once it's natural inside the tools of what you use every day, which is Teams or what you call it, or Outlook, you'll see the usage of it. Instead of today, you type three words or you type and then there's three words. Now it's going to actually write the whole email. So I'm used to today where it goes to that extra three words and I hit Yes. Now it's just going to, it theoretically can type the whole email and you could provide responses quicker, drive more efficiency with you. And, and really ultimately is give you more time to be with the consumer, um, which again, yeah. drives that emotional connection with your consumer, with your brand. And you can have heads up all the time, as opposed to typing in, you know, trying to check someone in with your head down. Um, you could just say, Hey, please check Mr. Smith in, you know, and, and it can help you do that.
0: It's great. It feels like technology is fading into the background a bit, which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah, I think
1: in the, in the past, humans had, had, had kind of had to adapt to technology. Now technology has now officially adapted to humans with kind of this next generation generative AI.
0: So that's great. The last thing I'd like to touch on is your advice for uh, hospitality leaders that are thinking about evaluating technology. We're heading into a week where there's a lot of trade shows, a lot of people shopping for technology. And I think what you just mentioned is actually a a good first criteria. Is this technology adapting to our people and how we operate? Are there other pieces that you'd advise uh, those listening to uh, as they go through that evaluation shopping process?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think it's looking what again, based on your hotel and what you're looking for and what your vision is around X, Y, or Z. But I mean, I, I think what we see a lot is giving example. There are and this is a Microsoft example. A large scale airline had, I don't know, it was sixteen different applications for their employee and they're all siloed together and they're they're trying to stitch together and then they realize that, huh, you know, this one application does eighty percent of that. You know, and then I can layer these two or three proprietary applications. As an example, let's say it's scheduling for pilots because union issues, it's, it's, a, it's a very challenging system. So, you know, I'm just going to embed that inside, um, this framework. So it's, it's, it's how do you, so my mindset is how do you bring down the, all these disparate tools that you have? And are, are there tools that can do more things at once? And it can limit the number of tools that you're managing from even an IT perspective. And we've seen tremendous success in that area. And then, you know, of course, the only thing is build versus buy. In this day and age, I think it's to keep pace with technology and to try to build it internally. If your focus is really as a hospitality company, not being a tech company, you know, so then how do you, if you buy, then how do you ensure that all the tools, these AI tools then are layered into what you're doing and then you know, again, trying to move in a more open environment. And, you know, as you can imagine, behind a hotel, there's a spaghetti mess, and the systems don't talk to each other. But new tools were seen and tools have been on the market for a long time that I've seen out there probably five, seven years. I'm like, Oh, my God, every tool, every hotel should be using this tool. And then you fast forward seven years later, and they're not. So there's some very basic tools out there, really low hanging food around the customer experience around your operations, uh, around the employee experience that could do a tremendous amount for you but the key issue then is how do you scale it out if you have lo- a large number of hotels as well And we're, yeah. we're, again, what's the ROI and what's the business outcome that you're trying to drive? So it's it's instead of it, to me it's looking at what type of business outcome you were trying to drive over the next 6, 12, 18 months and then based on those two or three pillars, those are the things you should be looking for.
0: Yeah. ROI is key, but I would also uh you know suggest that there could be a risk of obsolescence as well. And I think that was at the NY Investment Conference. That I, I it surprised me that being a recurring theme, even among CFOs and investors saying, hey, there there's a certain sense of some of this may not be directly connected back to a dollar amount, but you know, we need to try to do our best to do that. But you could also become obsolete as a brand if you're too far behind the curve here. And I feel like you know, to something you mentioned earlier that or stuck, jumped out at me was you know, that build versus buy decision, it feels clarity on your brand perspective of how are we going to uniquely provide hospitality? Maybe that's what you need to be focused on, because if I heard you right, it feels like everything else stems from that. And then you think about technology that supports that. So you should be thinking about that versus iterations of building your own software.
1: Yeah. And I think the other thing that the company is trying to be, well, how do I drive more revenue out of the consumer? How to become more of a retailer? You know, how do I move off my legacy platforms? I mean, many companies are, you know, say, I'd love to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm still trying to get off this legacy platform. So kind of we've been our own worst enemies in the hospitality space, because we have moved fast enough from a tech perspective. But I think the post COVID world order, I think it feels and just feels like business, IT are aligned, they have a mission now together, they're working together to drive success, whether it's around the customer, or the employee or operation. So we see a tremendous amount of opportunity for the hotel space. And, you know, and they now know they need to invest, and they are investing, which is the most exciting part. And, you know, fast forward a year or two or three down the road, you know, what will your hotel stay look like from a digital be very interesting.
0: I love that. Before we go, I'm curious, you strike me as someone who's always has your radar up for new interesting things, whether it's in technology or, or hospitality broadly. I'm curious if anything, any idea or, or things that you, you've been sort of fascinated by recently that kind of has your attention. I
1: think that the most fascinating and this is me just because I, you know, I worked at a, my last company was sports travel guide. So it was all around the customer experience and all around the employee experience. But I I think the most fascinating part that I've seen, and you can apply this to any use cases around, but this ability for ChatGPT to understand employee sentiment and then also understanding consumer sentiment in real time. So if your employees are all on these different channels, they can read through all the channels and give you immediate feedback on, hey, what's happening in the hotel? It, It looks like based on the chatter on this channel for, I don't know, as an example, this group movement, there's looks like there's a problem going on. And I'm a, I'm a GM or I'm someone in the hotel and I have visibility and it's saying, hey, based on X, Y, and Z of these five groups in-house, as an example, uh, looks like group number, a group for X, Y, and Z. There's some challenges going on with X. this is There's a red flag. so So based on the employee sentiment, it's going to throw up a red flag and say, hey, we're seeing some chatter. It's not great. And now before I had no visibility into that and someone picked up the phone and called me. And if you think, if you layer that and scale it at a massive basis, you could do this in, let's say the airline sector and say, Hey, based on the chatter, this flight may be delayed because we already know mechanically one's going to be delayed, red flight comes up, but based on the chatter, and you could use that on the consumer side and really understand real-time consumer sentiment. So I, I think that's a fascinating part of that ability to have actionable insight in real time, just based on. The chatter going on, digital chatter, let's say at my hotel for my employees, and I think that's as a, a customer experience measurement training program they used to run at Forbes Travel Guide. I mean, I, it, that's that's phenomenal information because that could drive such a better experience, which then ultimately drives a higher rate, and yada yada yada, the virtuous circle of life.
0: Yeah, no, it's fascinating. You mentioned that from your experience leading that company, but it resonates with me because I started my career in um satisfaction sentiment monitoring through surveys and, and things like that and in social media. But you kind of look at the exponentially larger data set you have if all of your communication workflows are digitized. And I think that's where we talk a lot about digitization. And I think that's where it becomes important, right? It's like, okay, now you have all the underlying data where AI can process that for insight. So there, there's immediate benefits and there's some secondary benefits as well.
1: Correct. I mean, and that's really taking your operational data, your employee data, your customer data, I mean, and and bringing it all together in this kind of large data state. And Microsoft has a product called uh, Fabric. As an example, you can reason over all your data and ask the data any question you want. And, you know, we've been in the industry a long time, and we look at all the different verticals, like we've been in, meaning I've been in the industry for 30 years, but I think the, the concept or the idea that you can ask a question and you can get data back and then make more digital decisions with some subjectivity associated with it. I think that's really the nirvana you want to get to as opposed to just straight subjective decisions because I've been doing this job for 20 years. I kind of know what I'm doing. Can you get better? Sure. You know, and how do you do that? And that's really with understanding the data and the data in front of you and having visibility into it to your point.
0: Great hospitality providers know that every touch point matters a lot, so they spend a lot of time making sure that each interaction better serves their guests and makes life easier for their teams.